Alt. The show starts now. Where does the real power lie? The power behind the power. Because it's no longer about who lives in the White House. It's about who owns the White House. This is the presidency. How much higher can a politician go? The real power isn't here. It's beyond here. It's above it, but still working in conjunction with it. All right. Welcome. Hey, Dally Show. That was a clip from uh, the House of Cards. I have Uncle Milty with me, and uh, also we have a wonderful guest. So I'm actually really glad that you're listening and tuning in right now because, of course... Dinesh D'Souza is back with us, and you know it's always going to be fun with uh, with Dinesh on the line, and I'd love to see what he's up to in his latest project, because we were just praising this, uh, Dinesh, that you were bringing forth these projects, these these films, and people really need good, truthful information, and I so appreciate you and what you're doing. How are you today? Well, thank you. I'm doing okay, mm-hmm. and... Um, my life is going well, but I'm a little fearful for the country because mm. it seems like in a very short time we have seen this escalation of a police state. I'm not saying right. we're a full-fledged police state, but we seem to be on our way there. And this is a topic that I wanted to make the movie about um, because I wanted it to be a kind of a warning, almost like a, an animal that sees a movement in the trees, right. recognizes there's a herd in danger, mm-hmm. sees all the rest of the members of the herd grazing very placidly as if nothing's going to happen. And so this movie is a sort of um, call to fear and a call to action. Well, I mean, perfectly said. And, you know, you pick your project. So when you were picking this subject, what was it about this subject? Because honestly, you've tackled some pretty big things, and this is a big thing. But what, what, what? Where does the choice lie in? Like, what, what makes you choose a particular topic? What made you choose this one for po- the police state film? Well, I see a lot of um, things happening around me. So, mm-hmm. for example, there's digital censorship. Yes, and uh, that's alarming in itself, but. That's not the same thing, for example, as being hauled off to prison. That's a far more serious offense. And so uh, I see digital censorship. I see a lot of indoctrination going on in the schools and in the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see the, uh, this sort of absolute sort of shotgun battery of charges against uh, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I say to myself, listen, if you had made one or two charges, I might be willing to look and see, well, did he hold on to those documents too long? Did he refuse to give them back? Mm-hmm. But once you tell me that he's broken the law 91 separate times yeah, um, and mean, he deserves to spend decades and decades, maybe the rest of his life in prison, it looks to me like you're trying to get him one way or the other. If you can't get him in D.C., you get him in Georgia, you can't get him in Georgia, you'll get him in Florida, and if Mm -hmm. not there, then in New York. And if you can't make a criminal case stick, you're going to try to destroy him with a civil case about his company and his finances. So I say to myself, you know, we have political prisoners, we have criminalization of of dissidents Mm -hmm. and political opponents, we have censorship. Well, what are we looking at? Like, what's the big picture? Well, the big picture, Kate, is that For 30 years, we've defined all these elements as the characteristic features of an unfree society, of a police state. If you were to ask me, what does North Korea and China and uh, Cuba and the old Soviet Union have in common? Mm -hmm. I would say mass surveillance, censorship. They're one-party states. 
They try to get rid of the opposition. They uh, criminally prosecute dissidents. Uh, they have political prisoners. And then I go, wow, we have all those things in America now. So that was the impetus, the recognition that we are right. um, no longer in a sort of straightforward way of free society. And I thought, wow, it's, you know, this is something that the American people need to know and need to see. And I say see because a movie can do things that other, like a book can't yeah. do or a speech right. can't do. Uh, it, it kind of brings you up close and shows you what happens when the police state is breathing down your neck or choking you or using its boot to stamp on your human face, to use a phrase made famous by George Orwell. Oh, 100 percent. We used to have a saying on the show, you know, how North Korea are we? You know, on a scale of one to ten, uh, with ten being North Korea, are because a lot of times with, the, with with us being Americans, the thing that we don't see often, and I'm not quite sure why we haven't honed this skill, we, we should be the ones that could see this brighter than anybody, is the creep. And we've seen the creep, as, you, as you've been talking about, too, the, the creep of this totalitarian state for a long time. And, and those that are awake can see it. For some reason, a lot of people think it's just fine. And having this sort of state of, of where we're at right now, it's needed. And I'm not, it's not. I, you're right about comparing other countries and bringing that to light and making sure people realize in context where we're at right now, because we've let a lot of creep through. We, we've let a lot of things happen in this country that should not be happening. So, yeah, I mean, I think that for a long time and going back now to the 1990s, mm-hmm. there were a lot of people. And I think I was probably in this group to some extent. Um, we thought, listen, it's a really good thing to engage and trade with China. Why? Because we're going to make the Chinese more like us. It never crossed our mind that we would become more like them. Yes, um, yes, but, you know, a Americans great point. have a history of, of innocence, of naivete. I mean, mm-hmm. this goes all the way back. You see it in Mark Twain's novels, yeah. you know, Huckleberry Finn. Right. Everything's going to be okay. Just get on a boat on a river and it's all <laughs> going to be fine. So right. I think that the ordinary American is still a little clueless. The ordinary American still thinks, well, you know, I'm not Trump and I didn't go in the Capitol on January 6th and I pay my taxes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, surveil me, go through my bank records if you want. I've got nothing to hide. I've got nothing to fear. And my movie is aimed at convincing this guy you could not be more wrong. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Uncle Milty. You know, when we look around at what goes on in society today, especially with President Trump, what we see is a society that says, Prove you're innocent when there's an allegation against you. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And Yeah, I mean, that is true. And I do think that the presumption of innocence is the key uh, mm-hmm. to our uh, legal system. But I, I think that the problem is far worse than that. Mm. I mean, I think that Trump can prove his innocence in yeah. particular cases. But what, what the left is saying, I think, is this. And that is that we will shop around for judges that Mm. will take a particular vengeful delight in destroying you. And we will put you before juries who have Mm -hmm. no interest in the truth of the matter. I mean, today the New York AG posts a picture, uh, a a meme on social media saying that Mar-a-Lago was appraised at, I think she said, $28 million. Now, anybody who knows anything about Florida, about real estate, about being on the ocean, let alone having 120 acres of prime property and one of the most beautiful properties in the country, knows that this is downright absurd. The fact that this could be posted with a straight face and that a judge could decide, not even based on a trial, that this (laughs) is the value of Mar-a-Lago and that therefore Trump has exaggerated the value of his wealth, um, by the way, to take loans that he eventually has paid back. 
So all of this suggests a complete witch hunt. It's not even that they're asking Trump to prove his innocence. Mm -hmm. They don't care whether he's innocent. Right. No, you're so right. I was talking to uh, Lara Logan earlier before the show today, and uh, we were talking about the very same thing. And she was just noticing how many how many things that were that were happening around us with J6. Just if you just took the J6 story and how much, how the evidence they don't have and all of the the ways, the witch hunts and the people sitting in jail. And, and one of the gentlemen said, I'll be here as long as, until the people get me out. Until the people of America finally get me out of here. That's when I'll leave here. And that really hit home because... Can you imagine um, seeing this go down, being part of that? Um, and I'm talking about the witch hunt. I'm not talking about J6 because we know an armed insurrection didn't take place. But what I'm saying is a, a guy sitting in prison right now on these false charges saying, I'll be here until the American people get me out. That's huge. And we don't realize that that's where we're at right now. And we just keep going along on our day and not thinking about it. That's why I'm so glad you did this movie. Yeah, the movie is, uh, it's perhaps the most cinematic and powerful thing that I've done, and wow. it will creep people out, you know, Ooh. beyond comprehension. Um, but uh, it's, in a way, it's not that I'm using the techniques of cinematography to make, you know, a horror mm-hmm. movie. There are horrific things happening in the country, and they're happening to a lot of ordinary people, right. uh, people who are just involved in civic life, people who go to school board meetings, people who are, decide that they want to protest you know, for the pro-life cause at mm-hmm. an abortion clinic. Right. So just people going about civic participation are being targeted ruthlessly. And uh, you know, part of the puzzle of a movie like this is to answer this question. You have an FBI agent, and he's probably a normal guy. He has a family, he drives mm-hmm. a car, he lives in a three-bedroom house. What's going to make a guy like that kick in the door of a 70-year-old grandmother, exactly. you know, grab her hair and pull her to the ground, twist her arms behind her back, put uh, handcuffs on her, pull her down the steps, you know, put her out into the street where her neighbors can uh, humiliate her? Uh, what, what would cause a good person to do something so barbaric? And, and I answer that question in the movie. Do you? Oh, oh I can't wait to see this. We've talked about putting uh, Uncle Milty, uh, coined the, you know, coined the phrase, uh, putting, on, putting the brown shirt on. Yeah. And how many people are willing to do it who don't think they're going to be willing to do it, but are willing to do it. It's a scary thought. So I'm actually glad you're putting this on screen so that we can check ourselves and our own souls and where we stand on, are you going to fight for freedom or is it just a brand to you or is it just a feel-good measure? Are you actually going to fight for the freedom? Because I think the thing that makes us different in this country is that we ha- at least have the freedom to have this conversation right now, and you can make the movie you just made to warn people to do something, because in a totalitarian state, a lot of people can't react, they can't do anything. We can save our country. That's the point. We can still save us. Are we willing? This is a key point. We, we still have a window of time, and we yeah. need to act you know, while time remains. And uh, because in a full-fledged police state, you're right, I couldn't yeah. have made this film. Right. The jaws of the police state mm-hmm. have slammed shut. Quite honestly, at that point, the only thing you can do is run. And yeah. by run, I mean yeah. get out, get your family out, get your money out, run right. for your life. Uh, that's a very bad option. It's very bad to be in that position. We don't right. really want to get there. I will say about this film, I'm distributing it kind of a unique way. We have bought out hundreds of theaters around the country nice. on two days, October 23rd and October 25th. And uh, so all you do is go to the website, which is policestatefilm.net, okay. plug in your zip code, and boom, it'll tell you the theater is playing around you. 
This is a really powerful film to see in the theater if you can with your friends or your church mm-hmm. group or your Republican group. Um, and if you can't make it to the theater on Friday, the 27th of October, we have a virtual premiere, which is going to be a spectacular event. It's out of Las Vegas, but you can watch from home. And we show the full movie, and then Dan Bongino and I, who collaborated on this film, will have a live Q&A to follow, and all of that is for the price of a movie ticket. So net is the place to go. I'll try to go to that. I'm close to Vegas. So net, October 23 and, and, and 25th. And you know what? I love the way that we're hitting movie theaters like this, because guess what, folks? The other theaters aren't filled, but when Dinesh puts out a movie, it's filled. And when we're seeing these Christian movies that are amazing, coming out it's filled why because the majority of the country wants to see truth and they want to be uplifted and they want to also understand the awful situation that we're in right now and that's why I'm, it's a blessing to be able to get a movie like this to get people to understand where we're at because we can still fight and we need to all be in this fight i so appreciate you doing the projects you do Dinesh. really well, I mean, they're, they're hard, but they're fun to do. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not complaining, but when I say they're hard, all I mean is that right. when a liberal like Michael Moore makes a movie, he goes to a studio, they give him $10 million, right. he makes right. the movie, and then they book him on the Today Show, and he's on Bill Maher, <laughs> and he's on The, right. you know, the View. Yes, yes. And, but on the conservative side, you have to do a lot Much of harder. things right to make a movie successful. So fortunately, I've been at this now for a decade. I believe right. this is my seventh Love documentary. It. I think I've gotten really good at it. Yes, you have. this is a film that's going to be well worth seeing. Yeah, this is, I think, your seventh visit to my show. I so appreciate you. Thank you, thank you. October 23, 25th, net. Thank you, Dinesh. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Be right back. Kate Daly's show. To the listeners of The Kate Daly Show, uh, look, we have this great threat to the U.S. dollar right now, and global dominance in the last 80 years has done us no favors. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, as you're well aware, are expected to announce the launch of a new international super currency fully backed by gold other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the U.S. and the dollar as the cornerstone of the global financial system. We've talked about this on the show. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout diversify with gold? And I go to the Birch Gold Group, okay? Historically, gold has been a safe haven in all times of high uncertainty, which is right now. So get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Kate, okay? Just like you're going to text somebody, text a phone number, the phone number you're going to text to, instead of a regular phone number, you're just going to type in text 989898. There is a monumental shift happening among the nations that control one third of the world's GDP right now, and it kicks off August 22nd. So arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. People ask me all the time off the air, what, what should I do with my retirement? What should I do with my IRAs? What should I do? 401k. This company is a great answer. I love this company. I love it that Ron Paul loves this company and backs this company and goes to this company for help. So this is the company I would recommend. I've never talked about this on the air. I've never, ever said, well, this is who I go to. But Birch Gold, they're helping so many people out there, and I want you to be one of them, okay? This is how you get the information that you need right now. Text 989898. 
It's six digits. 989898. No spaces or anything. Just text that number. Text 989898. And the message you're going to text that number is the word Kate. They're going to send you some information that you need to look over right now. There are certain options that are really fantastic to have in your arsenal right now. And you need these options. Thanks, you guys. Do you hear the crowd cheering as the ball hits the hardwood floor? This is the moment. With only five seconds left on the clock, you pull up for the game-winning shot. You watch it soar through the air just for it to fall short because of the exhaustion from playing all night. Don't let this be you. Fuel your body with whole fruits and vegetables to play hard through the night and end the game with a swish. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code Kate. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. You fathers and you mothers, be good to one another. Please try to raise your children right. We're trying. <laughs> live live forever. I love that song, Billy Joe Shaver. Um, welcome back to the show. Kate Daly Show, just finishing up uh, the show today. Couple of thoughts too. Did you want to expand any thoughts on what we were talking about? Because I was just talking about the fact that there's evidence of the fact that even on that one night a year, everybody trusts their kids to go trick or treating. We we have a pretty nice element of hey, there's not a whole lot of evidence that we all hate each other, and but we're constantly gaslit all the time into thinking that we're a racist nation. And I I, I just, I'm just looking for evidences, not particularly Halloween, but just evidences, and that's one of them. What what are what are your thoughts? Well, my my thing is is that Halloween mm-hmm. just because we do that with the kids does not make Hall, All Hallows Eve a pagan holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really just the start of the celebration of praying on All Souls Day the, mm-hmm. for the dead, and then for All Saints Day praying. Right. You know, it's about prayer for the dead. Right, right. Is what the holiday is about. It's a religious holiday that where we pray for the dead, and it's been in the Christian uh, tradition for a long time. Other people that have uh, taken it to a whole new level. Right, but by discounting Halloween as a pagan holiday, you also end up discounting the the prayer days for mm -hmm. all souls and all saints. Okay. That's all my point. Okay, is. fair enough. I I just wanted to mention this. A friend uh, just sent this to me that, that uh, I know we don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but Russia tested their public warning system um, yesterday, too. Hmm. Okay. Do you want to know what my real thoughts are? <laughs> I can't not give my real thoughts. I'm sorry, but it's just comical to me that we have these kinds of headlines and I think that they want us I don't know there's just something very scripted here but they I I don't I look at that headline and I'm just Russia's always our enemy and they always know exactly what Russia's doing and and you know and then we get the headline to make it look like I I feel like they just want us to know that they have access to our phones but 
anyway, I don't have enough time to expand. This is not the first time they've done this. Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid hearing the sirens around town blaring. I know. Warning us, you yeah. know, Connell Well, Red. they were warning us from Russia, like, <laughs> of <Yes>. Russia. <laughs> yeah. But it's just weird that Russia's doing the exact same thing, and we get to hear about it over here, and it's just lending more like I said, they could have just done it. They didn't even have to say anything about it. So there's a little gaslighting going on. And then there's also an awareness that they can they can do kind of the things they want to do. And uh, they're going to do them regardless. And they have your phone. So basically. All right, caller, you've got like 30 seconds. Sorry about that. Go right ahead. Yeah, I just heard you mention that Russia mm-hmm. uh, did the alert system too. Uh-huh. And it makes me think that maybe it's for the fake alien invasion that's coming. Yeah. The thing that's going to unite us all, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. Thank you for that. Yeah. I I, th- I think there's a lot of uh, credence to that because it's, it's got to be to the world. See, for so long, they they hid <laughs> the UFOs, and now they're trying to, you know, leak it out. And, oh, we have to, we're all joined by emergency guys, the whole world. So you don't need your sovereignty or country because we're joined by the world. Mm-hmm. I think the caller had something very relevant to say there, and that is that, just be very aware that they fake these things. Um, yeah, the aliens never really wanted to visit before the CIA got started, and that was in 1947. So, and then miraculously, the aliens, after centuries, finally wanted to see who we were. <laughs> and then they're really shy, and they don't really visit. But ever since we had cameras, everybody has a camera. Uh, about the year 2000 to 2005, we all got cell phones, and not the, the sightings just don't happen anymore. The guy in the truck in the field just doesn't get kidnapped anymore by a uh, UFO. Yep. Kind of amazing, because we all have camera phones. Very amazing. I don't know. Anyway, they're going to they're gonna try to hoax the, uh, the alien thing. Yeah, I, hey, I just, I, I see, I know, maybe I'm so cynical, but I just see scripted theater, scripted theater, scripted theater. And um, the American people are going to be the only ones that can stand up to this. And guess what? Strength in numbers. Uh, I think this country still does have a love for God, even though the AP tells us they don't. And I still think that understanding that, that we can fight together for this country, but we're going to have to do more and more sacrifice. It's going to take sacrifice. Sure is. That's what it's going to take. And we're just going to have to do it. If we care about our kids at all, too. Having to grow up in this world. Thank you, Uncle Milty. Uh-huh. All right, be faithful, be fearless out there. Be fearless. Go to katedallyradio.com, scroll to the bottom, and uh, also you can share the podcast. Share them far and wide, please. Really appreciate you guys doing that. Thank you. is about choice. You can choose 